Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcasts. Well, Merrill Reese, late in the second quarter yesterday afternoon, I really thought we were going to be talking about an Eagles win over Washington. Instead, it's a 27-17 to loss. Who gets blamed for yesterday? Well, I think it's a, it's a blame that goes around in a lot of directions. Uh, to watch this team get off to a 17-0 start and just totally collapse was, was difficult. I mean, Carson Wentz didn't have a lot of time. At the beginning of the game, he was getting protection and he was connecting with his passes, but eight sacks, eight sacks. And I would say several of them were his own doing because he held the ball too long. But there were offensive line mistakes, and it was one thing after another. Early on, the defense played well. Later in the game, they just could not stop Washington. So it was a, it was a myriad of mistakes, and it really resulted – in one of the hardest-to-take losses in recent memory. It got got to the point once Washington came back and they tied it, Merrill. I I really did not believe the Eagles were going to suddenly fix everything and find a way to somehow win this game, similar to how they did a lot in December last year when Carson Wentz led them on that great run to make the playoffs. I really had no confidence yesterday once Washington came back that they were going to win this game. How much confidence did you have that they could suddenly turn it around and just somehow pull it out? Now, once Washington was back to a 17 tie, 17-17 tie, I had the feeling that the result was not going to be palatable. You could just feel it. And you could see Dwayne Haskins move along the sideline. And you could feel the confidence build in the young quarterback. Everything was working. He was finding his receivers. He was getting some key runs. The Eagles were unbalanced on offense, and really late in the game, they could do nothing. They gambled a couple of times, uh, not that I agreed with some of the gambles, but nothing worked. Absolutely nothing worked. Well, one of the gambles, Merrill, I thought was when they were really aggressive. And it's not unusual for Doug to be aggressive, but really aggressive at the end of the second quarter when everything was in control. They had that 17-0 lead. And then Wentz threw his first interception when he was trying to throw it to, to Jalen Rager. I thought that was the turning point of the game. What, what did you think the turning point of the game was? Well, that was one of the turning points. I think there were several. But when they had them in a 17-0 hole, you want to go to the locker room up 17 nothing, and you allowed them to get hope with the interception. That was a big factor. There's no doubt about that because Washington was a different team in the second half. But there were other times when the Eagles could have stemmed that tide 
where the Eagles could have made plays. There were some third down plays. One I remember was a pass over the middle to Greg Ward that sailed way over his head. Carson had thrown with a great deal of accuracy in the first half. At that point in the third quarter, he was missing open receivers, and he never got that timing back. He it was really inaccurate. He threw inaccurate passes to everybody. He overthrew Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, as you mentioned. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, there was one play where he threw him very, very, very wide to the right. And, and speaking of Deshaun Maryland, you brought it up during the broadcast yesterday with Mike and Howard. He wasn't on the field as often as we thought he was going to be on the field. Turns out he wasn't injured. But what did you make of the usage of Deshaun Jackson yesterday? Well, it wasn't the usage that I expected. I thought he would be a key figure in the game the way he was when Washington was here to open the season last year, and he was the recipient of two big bombs. It was the Eagles behind 17-0, and Sean got them back in that game. But uh, yesterday, he was not the impact player. And for whatever, whatever reason, but he was, not, he was not given a key role in that game. Now, a lot of it has to do with the quarterback's reads. I don't know that that was in the game plan or in the coverage that Washington was giving him, but he was not the, the game-changing wide receiver that we've seen in the past. What did you think of Doug Peterson's decision in the third quarter where they're on Washington's 45 to go for it on a fourth and four? As you heard uh, during the broadcast, I disagreed with it. Uh, to me, it was too much of a gamble, and it was too early to make that gamble. But Doug has done things like that in the past and succeeded. So uh, he's a tough guy to, to, open, you know, to, to second guess because he is such a good coach and he has made things like that work for him. Uh, the most famous play in Eagles history, the Philly special. At that time, I was thinking they should get the three points and then kick off to New England to begin the third quarter. And it's, it's a play that we will never forget. So that is, that is Doug's M.O., be aggressive at all times and take some of these chances, this time it didn't work. Well, while it is difficult to second-guess Doug, especially when he's been so successful with these chances, what did you make, now looking back on the game, what did you make of Doug Peterson's overall decisions yesterday throughout that 27-17 loss? Look, it's, it's tough for me to second-guess Doug Peterson. Uh, nothing worked yesterday. Nothing worked. Merrill, uh, is something um, unrelated to the game, and it was something that I, I asked about last week, and, and you said, ask me on Monday. So he, here we are on Monday. Uh, yesterday was the first time that you and Mike and Howard and everybody involved with your team and the, the radio team uh, broadcasted a road game from the link. And so I'm just wondering what was, I, I saw some of the footage that the Eagles posted of Merrill Cam and I saw you and, and Mike in the suite and Joe McPeak uh, behind the glass and Bill Warndell to the other side of that glass. Um, how was it yesterday? What was it like calling a game watching screen? Well, first of all, it was fun just to be back with football. It was fun to be calling a game again. Certainly there's a feeling that comes with being at a game that is unmatched, but it was still football, and we enjoyed, aside from the results and the way it went for the Eagles, the process we enjoyed. There are certain things that make it difficult, but at the same time, the Eagles and WIP made it very, very workable. We had a lot of people involved in that that made it a, a successful broadcast, aside from the result of the game itself, of course. But there are things, some tricks you have to use from time to time, 
but uh, they did make it work. Well, Merrill, I, I can tell you the listening on the other side of the radio, um, even though I knew what was going on, you couldn't tell that it was a, a different setup. It sounded just like a, a regular, normal Eagle Sunday with you and Mike Quick. Um, Merrill, it was not a good day for the Eagles yesterday. They lost, but at night, Dallas lost. So it wasn't a total wash, correct? Right, right. And, and tonight, I believe the Giants will lose to Pittsburgh, so Washington will stand alone atop the NFC East. Look, it's a loss. It's a hard-to-swallow loss, but it's game one. There are 15 games to go. Let's not overreact. And their next game is against the L.A. Rams, who beat Dallas last night. So we will preview that game throughout the week. Uh, Merrill, it was fun listening to you yesterday. I know the Eagles did not get the result that they wanted. Uh, but thank you for chatting with me this morning. Thank you for chatting with us this morning to recap the game. And we'll talk more tomorrow. You bet. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.